Welcome to Talking Friars. I am your host, Ralph Shockey. Joining me tonight is my co-host, Richard Scott. Rich, happy Sunday. How are we doing? Sunday. We're good. Coming at you live from Smith. We're back here. This is becoming our new recording spot. It is. Yes, it Smith, is. the Arts Center, the you know, School for Arts. Yep. You know, we're studying the art of podcasting tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're here covering the uh, URI game, mm-hmm. which is a great time yesterday. I mean, I had a great time sitting next to you. Yeah. You know, many yeah. different uh, talking points for today's episode. You know, many uh, many cool things. Yeah. Yeah. Great weekend overall. Looking forward to uh, covering this game with you uh, today, Ralph. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, just uh, just a pleasure being with you here tonight. Um, yeah. And just, uh, you know, talking to you. And, you know, definitely a great weekend, especially yep. after the uh, win against URI. Yep. You know, it was also Aiden and, uh, Aiden and Colin, Colin's, Colin's birthday. birthdays. Yep. So shout out to them. So, yeah. Great weekend overall. You know, I'm happy to be here Sunday night. You know, once again, if we start rambling on, you know, just know it's nine o'clock here yep. in Providence, in Smith. Yep. You know, uh, so if we do ramble, our apologies. You know, yeah, it's sorry, a little man. late, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, that that's a great introduction as always. Very, very in depth. Hit a lot of few things there. Yeah. Uh, you know, Friday night was certainly a fun night. Definitely. Uh, I think we'll talk about that off the air. Off the air, yeah. yeah. But uh, it was a fun night celebrating Collins and Aiden's birthdays. 21st. 21st for both of them. Happy birthday. For both of them. It was a great night. Uh, it's a good title for the episode. Yeah. Happy great. birthday, Colin uh, and Aiden. Yeah, yeah no, that yeah. definitely be what right. we're talking about, yeah, right? Exactly. You know. Uh, but yeah, it was a really fun night. Probably uh, the most fun night for me this semester, honestly. Yeah. I would say it was really fun. Yeah. And probably like... It's probably been my f- most fun weekend too, yeah. honestly, because it had everything. It had like what we did Friday night, had the game Saturday, football on Sunday. We won. We even hit a, a hit Golden Crest as well last night. We did. That's always an essential for you, Richard oh, yeah. Scott, on the oh, weekends. Yeah. You know, it was a thousand percent chance of hitting Golden Crest, as he would sure say. So sure that was. was that was fun. Had to uh, include that there, but we're not here to talk about all that tonight. We're here to talk about basketball. Uh, I know Rich has got to get to mass at 10 p.m. here, so yep. we're going to do our do our best to finish uh, within the next hour for you folks listening. Uh, thank you again for listening, by the way. Always appreci- appreciate. Oh, appreciate. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I shout, out, shout out Pat Oran there. With the, with the, with the appreciate. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we appreciate all the listeners. Uh, you know, just feel free to, uh, like, you know, give us feedback on our Instagram, uh, at Talking Friars at T-A-L-K-I-N-F-R-I-A-R-S. Any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, if you want to be on the show, always welcome, always willing to have more guests on. But, uh, but yeah, I think that that's it for the spiel before we get into this spiel. episode. So, uh, with that being said, Rich, where do you want to start tonight? I said we start with this URI game, Ralph. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Let's do so it. So, the Friars won. The, uh, the Battle of Rhode Island. Yes. The, the Battle, Battle of, of Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. We won 84-69. And what I saw, it was a fantastic game from the Friars. Yep. I know you sort of have like a differing view. Like different, a little bit of different off. view, yeah. You know, like there, there, there were a few things off with the team. But, you know, I, I surely saw, this was my first game back at the Amp, too. Yeah. You know, so it's right. definitely nice to be back. But I, I truly saw Hopkins was back. Yep. Carter was the MVP, which we mm-hmm. always talk about. You know, and really, I think every, all of our starters were, were just, you know, in, in their best form yeah. against URI. And definitely, I think it was a great, you know, great show out. Definitely a great show out from all the Providence fans as oh, well. Yeah. Packing the end. Oh, yeah. Packing the dunk, I should say. Yep. You know. It was always the dunk. It was always, it was always the dunk. It still is the dunk. That's right. So, yeah, packing the dunk last night for the Battle of Rhode Island. Couldn't have asked for a better outcome. Um, yeah, super, super just excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very happy we got the win, obviously, 84-69. to 69. But for me, this win was very frustrating. Yeah. 
it was a very frustrating win for me. And don't get me wrong, I'm not going to take a win for granted, especially over URI, a in-state rival and opponent. But this win was very frustrating. And it didn't really feel like a 15-point win for me until the final buzzer sounded. Um, you know, we're going to mention it in, on this episode tonight. Like, the game was really over when there was about five and a half minutes to go. And, you know, it was over then. I, I forget the score at the time, but it was pretty much over. And then it reached, like, the two-and-a-half-minute mark, and everyone in the arena and their mothers left. Just left, yeah. Uh, but, of, cor- or of course, you know, we stayed uh, until the, the final buzzer oh, yeah, because we are loyal fans and love our Friars but we didn't uh, very dearly. Though, we didn't. We didn't. Thankfully, I have uh, my media pass from you the cow, so I get into every game for free, which is great. Thank you, Justin, again, for giving me the pass. Really appreciate it. I preach, 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 preach. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, it was – there was a lot of stoppages, a lot of fouls. Uh, a lot of times where I could sit down in my seat, which is usually not the case at, at home games especially, a lot of times where I could check my phone. Um, but it wasn't a 15-point victory for me until the final buzzer sounded. And I know that sounds cliche, but there's still a lot of things that this team needs to work on. Uh, there were there were moments with the pick-and-roll defense, right. especially uh, missed assignments, yep. points in the paint, way too many points allowed in the paint. The majority of URI's points were from the paint. Uh, one thing I question with Coach English is why did we not shift to his own defense? True. Um, you know, you and me were, were sitting there with uh, with Devin, Aiden, and Colin, and Devin was like, you know, go shift to his own, go to his own. Why are we not playing zone defense? And I was like, you know, Devin, that's a great point. Why do we? Why are we not playing zone yeah. defense? Because it's not like they were shooting the lights out by any means or stretch of the imagination. And in fact, they went six to twelve from three, good for fifty percent for those doing the math at home. Um, but it was, I don't know. I'm never gonna take a win for granted. But I was, I was very frustrated. But the thing with that is, like, I, I, I am frustrated, and I still am frustrated, for that matter. But it's like, how could I really be frustrated when Hopkins scores 24, right. Carter's the team MVP, and all five of our starters are in double figures, right? And I still find a way to be frustrated. I don't know. It's just I, I'm, I'm still not very satisfied about it. You know, you rise five and three. Owen one away. They played a weaker conference for sure, but I don't know. I just I don't. I'm not leaving this game like it was a 15 point victory. Right now, Ralph. No, sort of just like to you know relate to what you're just talking about. What were you uh, predicting for like a point spread? Like were you predicting more than 20 or like what was your? So it was funny because you know in the row ahead of us we had G Money there, right? Right. Like G Money, a huge Friars fan, like knows Big East basketball in and out, yep. all the teams, players, whatever. Like, it's always a good conversation when I strike it up with him and we have Big East banter and or PC banter. Another Pat Horham banter there. Right? Jesus oh Christ. God. Oh, my God. Using all of his vocabulary. Yeah. Oof, man, wow. and he's abroad right now. He he's is, not yeah. even here. Jesus Christ. But he was saying, he was like, Ralph, what's your prediction tonight? You know, I, I, I can see us winning by 20 or something along the lines of that. I was like, well, G-Money, you know, like I kind of see it more towards 15. Yeah. And we won by 15. Yeah. So I guess that's like pat on the back for me. Uh on that yeah, part, in that, that aspect, yeah. but I predicted right and correctly, but I'm still not like necessarily happy about it. But right. I don't know, maybe that's just me being nitpicky about it. But yeah, I mean, I said, I said, G Money said, you know, 20. I said closer to 15, and it was 15. So I was, you know, spot on there. But it, it wasn't like we blew the doors off them to start to finish. Right. You know, that's it was true. a, it was a three point game at halftime, 35, 32. And, again, it, it went back to fouling. It went back to stoppage plays. Like, it, it got physical out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll talk about Garway Dual Fight Club. Oh, yeah. 
Um, you know, it got it, it was like there were a few scuffles and like getting into players' faces. Uh, there were a lot of stoppages with the um, whether it was a timeout or a foul. Um, but it wasn't like we were up 15 throughout the whole game and kept it there. Right. It was like you know we had these runs, but we let them get back into it through scoring in the paint. From, right. Through them scoring the paint, but then with like five minutes up until two minutes, and then to the final uh, final buzzer, we finally pulled away and were able to finish with a 15 point victory. So I don't know. Um, you know, I think we just kept them in the game for too long. Yeah. Um, like part of me wants to say, you know, oh Ralph, you know, it's an in-state rivalry game. You know, it's URI. The arena's packed. You know, it's not just PC fans, Ralph. You know, there's URI fans there. And the other part of me wants to say, like, you know. If this team wants to get to where it is and where it currently is, and that's second in the Big East Conference, this team cannot be letting URI score the majority of its points in the paint and have, you know, <laughs> as the lights just went out the for us and Smith yeah. here, Rich had to stand up and do a little clap for yeah. us to make sure they went little back on. Sensor. Yeah, that, no, you're good. But, you know, this team cannot – if this team wants to get to where it needs to be, it can't let a team like URI score the majority of its points in the paint and then, you know, keep them in the game for this long. No, definitely. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, looking back to, like, three Saturdays ago when we played Milwaukee, we only won by 10. You know, so I think, like, honestly, I think that that was, a, like, a worse game than, than this URI game. You know, like, that that's sort of why I introduced this game is being, like, a little bit more, like, uh, optimistic, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit more enthusiastic than, you know, as, as you just mentioned. Yes, you know, like, yeah, I'm more yeah, of a yeah, Debbie Downer you, this episode. You, you had your doubts, but... You know, I, I really, compared to that Milwaukee game at home, I think that we played, you know, I think we had an outstanding performance. You know, Milwaukee mm-hmm. didn't have the fans in the crowd. Like, they didn't have, you know, like, sure. all like these things. It was a Saturday game. Yeah. You know, they, they, PC had the crowd support there. They had all the fans, you know, especially being like that, like, you know, afternoon game as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, you know, I think, I think the URI game, it was definitely a tough battle because you did have, like, those URI fans 40 minutes away in yeah. there. You know, I think that that made it a little bit more difficult. Like, the atmosphere was sort of like a, a more mixed than it is usually. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think a 15-point, you know, I, I think that's a, that was a good estimate. Yeah. yeah I think I, that I, I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm pleased with the outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think 15. But I do I do definitely agree with you in, in, in the fact that, you know, really, like, throughout the second half, I mean, we, we kept it to within five or seven points, like, the entire half. Mm-hmm. And it really was, like, that last five and a half minutes where we went on that, like, 11-4 to four run, yep. you know, and, and really, you know, left the game with the 15 points. But if, yeah. if it wasn't for that run, we would, we would have only won by like five or six points. Mm-hmm. You know, so really, I, I think, you know, keeping the lead, keeping that momentum like on our side, yeah. not giving up those points in the paint, you know, picking up on like the uh, defensive mismatches, yeah. you know, pick and roll defense. The pick and roll defense yep. for sure, you know, like that, that would have been, you know, I, I we, we could have won by 20 yeah. if that were the case. You know, yeah. if we kept that momentum going, you know, URI did have some few lucky shots from three. Mm-hmm. You know, they did go six for 12, and I would say all six of their three-pointers were based on luck. Right. You know, like, they just shot them up, or, yeah. you know, I, I think, like, maybe two of those were, like, wide open. Yeah, maybe one or two, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe one or two, but, you know, so that leaves four of them being, like, you know, lucky shots. Yeah, no, good defense, know? just better offense. Right, and that sort of lost their momentum going forward. Yeah. And then URI would, you know, get into, like, those phases where, you know, like, they, they would just drive to the rim, mm-hmm. you know, get, like, six points, and we, and we would just slow down, mm-hmm. you know, and really, like, the momentum shifted. There were many different times where, like, the momentum was shifted. Yeah, you know, but I, I I felt the energy was with the Friars the entire time though. Mm-hmm. You know, I I was a little bit worried at halftime. You know, we were only yeah, up by three. Yeah. I was like, how is this a three you point know, game? How is this a three point game? But you know, I think I think the momentum was always with the Friars in this game. 
you know, um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see, you know, being up by only three at halftime, being up at 15 at the end, you know, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a, true. it's a solid, you know, second half performance, but yeah, no, I, I definitely agree, you know, with the, especially with the foul trouble in yeah. the second half that really gave URI like that little bit of an advantage in the second, mm-hmm. you know, I think that their URI's performance in the second half was a little bit better yeah. than in the first half. And, you know, it was mainly due to like the, the three things that you were talking about. You know, points in the paint, foul trouble, and the pick and roll defense, or yeah. inability to really, you know, like um, stop their pick and rolls and their ball movement mm-hmm. into the paint, drive to the rim. Yeah. So, no, that's a great point. Um, I mean, you know, it really helps when you have a player like Devin Carter on your team, right? Right. Oh, definitely. It really helps when you have a player like Devin Carter on your team, who is the only player in the nation to have 15 points, eight rebounds, three assists, one steal, and one block per game. Uh, he's in the only the only player in the nation to do that. In the nation, and, and he's and he's here in Providence. Right oh now. yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's it's really nice when you have a player like Devin Carter who does it all, who's a, really able to win you this game, right? On both the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or do you want to take me no, there? No, 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 definitely. I mean, like there, there there was a point in the game, you know, like uh, like we missed a shot, you or I got the rebound, like we we were so bummed, like we just like turned away. Yeah. We look back, literally, Devin Carter has the ball in his hands, goes up for a layup, and yeah. gets two points. Yep. We were like, how the we're hell like, did what, that happen? We're yeah. like, how how the hell? Yeah. He was the that, bat out of hell. He's that the bat, bat out, out of hell. hell. I mean. You know? You look away, you look back. Devin Carter has just surprisingly like, has the ball in his hands. You know, like, oh. I mean, it's just you know, fifteen points, eight rebounds, three assists, one steal, and one block per game. Yep. That goes to show his aggressiveness mm-hmm. on both sides of the uh, of, of play, offensively and defensively. Yeah. You know, and and really, he is that player. Mm-hmm. He is our team MVP. We've oh, been yeah. talking about this for a season and a half now. Yep. You know, Devin Carter really is like yeah. our our true team MVP. Yeah. So. No, that's a great point. I mean, I mean to add to that, it was his third double double in four games. Wow, yeah. So you know, like the thing with him is just his effort, and he's like he's the leader of the team when it comes to effort. Like there were so many times last night when he was either the first guy with the rebound, yep. or the first guy going after the ball, yeah. And he leads the charge, and he leads everyone else to do that. Like this is a very defensive oriented team, I'd say, like top twenty five defensive team. Um, I got to check our, like, uh, Ken Palm rating yep. and, like, net rating uh, after the show. But he's really the leader when it comes to our defense, mm-hmm. and he's he's the, he's the charge of it, and, and that's for sure. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, he, he really is our most valuable player. Oh, I He really agree. is. Like, if he, go, if he goes down, we're completely screwed. I, I, I couldn't Be- agree more. Because, like, then we don't have him guarding the opposing player's best player. We don't have what he can do with the offensive side of the ball. Like, not to mention, like, the assists he's, he's had this season. Yeah. I think he might be our leader in assists, too. Mm-hmm. It's it's at least anywhere from, like, two to six assists per game. Right. I mean, averaging three. In the yeah, and averaging yeah. three per game. Right. So that's, a, that's within two and six for sure. But, yeah, I mean, it's just it, – he really is just the most valuable player. Right. Um you know, if there was one Friar factor for this whole season, it would be him. It would be. It, it would be him. You know, it's Batman and Robin, right? It's Batman and Robin between Bryce Hopkins and Devin Carter. So, you know, in a rivalry game, that's who you ask for. Right. That's who you ask for. Oh, I know. Yeah. In a big game like this, and I know your eyes in a weak conference, and they're not this, they're not a Big East team, but in rivalry games, in Big East games, and in, in, in games that really matter like this one, uh, you know, you you ask for your top two guys and Hopkins and Carter to show up, and they showed up last night. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I got to say, you know, Carter and just, like, the team and, like, overall, every single loose ball, every mm-hmm. single 50-50 rebound, mm-hmm. 
We were on those. There's bars, multiple right? guys going to the ball. Yeah, there's multiple guys. There's going not to just the ball. one guy and everyone just right. leaving, leaning back like, nope, no, that's not it. No, that's not no, my. You know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we were going after it. Yeah. And and really, the person who leads that charge is Devin Carter. Hundred percent. You know, he he's the one. I think that he brings that momentum mm-hmm. on both sides. Yeah. You know, 17 points in this game, 11 rebounds. We called the uh, double double early on. You so. did. You did. Yeah, it was yeah. not me. It All was right. you. All, All right. credit to you guess, on that I one. I guess I can take the credit for All that. All credit one. to you on that. One. But yeah, no, I, I remember. I remember telling to you like early in the first half. I was like, Devin, Devin Carter. Double yeah, double game. I, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, oh, looking pretty good. Yeah, man. ended up getting 17 points and 11 rebounds. I mean, great performance from him. You know, but once again, he leads that charge. Any any loose ball and any single opportunity for a steal, a block, mm-hmm. you know, a, a rebound, yep. he goes after it. He puts his body on the line. Yeah. Every single chance he could get. Uh-huh. You know, and I think that that's like the that's what we need. Like that's the energy. Mm-hmm. We identity. Need. That's, that's the identity true, this true. team needs. That that's what it means to be a true you know a hustling friar. Mm-hmm. You know. And, you know, going back to your point, the Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. Hopkins is finally back. Oh, yeah. He's been back for, what, three oh, yeah. games now? You know, Three straight, yeah. It's a... I would say three, you know, because the Lehigh, Wagner, and now yeah. the Rye. Yep. You know, looking like a little shaky in the Baja Mar uh, mm-hmm. tournament. You know, even before that, he wasn't, like, in his prime. No. But, you know, I, I back to back to back now, scoring over 20 points. Yeah. You know, really, I, 24 points for him in this game. Yeah. Just a, a, a great showing from him. Yeah. He, he's, he's more confident shooting the ball now. Mm-hmm. He's taking those three-point looks. Yeah. You know, he's finally, you know, driving to the rim, getting, like, those easy points. Yeah. You know, and there's many times, too, when he will, he'll go in, you know, and he'll, like, roll out. Yep. But still, like, those are the shots uh, yeah. that I'm looking for. Right. I'm looking you know, for those takes at I'm least. I'm looking for those takes. At least. You know, and, and, and if there's anyone I want to take those, it's Hopkins. Right. You know, I, I he, he's also our part of our identity, mm-hmm. you know, and, and really he is the Batman and Robin. You yeah. know, he's he's the he's the MJ to and Scotty Pippen, Pippen, like know, our presentation to uh, management right. last year. <laughs> no, exactly. You know, uh, B Hop and Devin Carter. Yeah, they, 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 that that's our MJ and yep. Scotty Pippen. You yep. know, and when those two are on, they're on. You know. Oh yeah, we can beat almost anyone. And and really, yeah. So I, I loved what I saw from both of them in this game. You know, and and all the other starters too. Yeah. Adoro, Ticket. Right. You know, yep. and, and uh, uh, JP and JP, JP, yeah. JP, who finally made his return yeah. too, which we'll we'll talk about later yep. in the episode. But mm-hmm. but yeah, all five they get scoring double digits. I mean, really couldn't ask much more from our starting five. Yeah, you know, no, I, I agree. Great performance from everyone. Mm-hmm. I think overall. Yeah, but you know, I, I think more some, most importantly, I want to shout out B Hop and Devin Carter for this game. Oh, 100%. I think that truly, um, I, I I think all the credit is sort of attributed to the uh, to them for this mm-hmm. game. Uh, really, you know, put putting their uh, blood, sweat, and tears out on the oh, court yeah. at sure. the AMP against the URI. Yep. It was a little feisty, I must say. Yeah, you know, you they were feisty. Really, really put they up, were frisky. They, 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 they were. I mean, they, they, they had 19 fouls in the game, too. Yeah, so they were in foul trouble. I would, say, I would say maybe 70% of the entire game, they were in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to the bonus early on, shooting the one-on-ones, you know, yeah. and, and, and getting the uh, bonus plus as well, you know, yeah. getting to the line every single time. So, you know, really, they got into foul trouble, like, really early on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, they, they were putting up a fight. Yeah. They were putting up a fight, and, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say uh, I'd say with Bryce, um, you know, like I said, uh, open this episode from the top. It was a it was a frustrating win for me. Uh, we'll take a win, however we can get it. And really, Bryce up until this three game stretch has been very frustrating to watch. Yeah, because it seems like it's all mental with him. Mm-hmm. Because I remember seeing a tweet where like he gets up at like six a.m. every morning, goes to the gym, lifts, worked works out, like putting in all the effort, right? Yeah. All the effort, like playing ping pong with Kim English after practice, after every practice, you know. I saw him playing in McPhail's one day. Yeah. That was cool to see. Um, but the thing with him is, like, I, it, it's just been very frustrating to watch him this season because it's, like, it's almost as if I'm asking him, like, dude, 
do you not realize that you're bigger and stronger than the opposing player who's trying to guard yeah. you? Take it to the paint every single time until they can stop you mm-hmm. and stop you consistently for that matter. And I feel like between Hopkins, Carter, and Ticket in terms of, you know, identity, and that starts with Kim too. Right. Like each team <laughs> each team is their head coach. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, look at UConn and Dan Hurley. Right. You know, he's going batshit insane on the sidelines. <laughs> like that's yeah. what UConn is, right? Yeah. And, the, and their fan base is that way too, but – We'll talk about that later off the air when we're doing the UConn preview, first UConn right. preview. But you know, do it for your your buddy Billy. Yeah. Um, Many shout outs. Yeah, yeah, no, so a lot of them, yeah. a lot of them. Yeah, we yep. gotta we gotta go back to the to oh, UConn definitely. for that yeah, game no, I love too. Doing the shout outs, but. Yeah, but anyways, um, between like Kim, like physical tough defense, ticket physical tough defense. We'll talk about the moment he had with Garway late uh, before the game ended, like, like two minutes to go or so, uh, in a little bit. And then between, you know, D.C., defensive presence, like competitiveness, tough, scrappy, multiple guys going after the ball. And then Bryce Hopkins, like, it's just like, it just for me, it's like, Bryce, you are bigger and stronger than the opposing player. Drive to the rim until they can stop right. you. And then if they can stop you, then, you know, go drive and then hit a fadeaway. Yeah. Or get your three-point look or whatever it may be. But it's just, I feel like this season has been all mental for him. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden it's starting to click. But even with that clicking, you know, he's done this against Wagner, Lehigh, and URI. Right. It is not like he's doing this against, like, Kansas State, Miami, Georgia, right. Oklahoma. And that's what I'm worried about. Right. Is, you know, I, I know that these three teams kind of came in like a perfect storm for him. But that bleep, you know what I'm going to say, is not going to fly come Big East play right. in Big East time. He cannot have back-to-back bad Big East games, mm-hmm. or we might be screwed. Right. I mean, you know Carter is going to do his part and do his thing, and then it becomes a matter of, you know, is JP going to step up? Is Tigger going to step up? You know, Doro especially at the five, between the Big East five, five players in the conference, you know, Klingon and Kalkbrenner especially. And it's like, okay, you got Garway coming off the bench. You got CFJ coming off the bench. But, again, going back to Bryce specifically – you know, this three-game stretch came at a perfect time for him, but it's not like he's going up against the best of the best by any right, means. Right, And that's 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 what I'm worried about come, you know, Oklahoma Tuesday night yeah. and then Big East play against Marquette, our first game. Yeah, I mean, I think that the uh, the Oklahoma game away is mm-hmm. going to be uh, Bryce Hopkins' his first, you know, true testament yeah. to what he can truly do. You know, <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, as you were saying, Lehigh, yeah. Wagner, and URI, not necessarily the best, you know, uh, resume, <laughs> you yeah, know, no. for, for Bryce Hopkins. You <laughs> yeah. know, so it's truly going to be what can he do against Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. You know, if Devin Carter goes out there and puts up a great defensive game, you know, I, we, we need someone to step off, uh, up offensively, you know. I, I, I think Tickets really solidified himself as being, you know, a great shooter. Like 3 and D. 3, three right, and three D. And D. Like Manaya, I mean, Al Durham, kind of. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, even like a Noah Locke sort of. Oh, Noah Locke, you know, yeah. I think that, I think no, that he's sure. a great, you know, I think uh, representation of what Noah, Noah Locke mm-hmm. provided to us last year. Better defensively, though. Yeah, better defensively. For sure. Oh, yeah, much for much sure. better. You know, I, I, I definitely agree with you. I mean, like, I, I think Devin Carter is our true defensive identity. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Ticket is like our, our outside shooting three-point guy. If you, if you want a three-point, like... It, you're, it, going to him. you're going to him. You're going to him. And there were many times, you know, like, we were shouting out in the stands, like, we're like, pass it to Ticket, you yeah. know, like, wide open on the outside, you know. Yeah, he loves that corner. corner. He loves, loves the corner. corner. Yeah. I mean, he, he's the man I want shooting the three. Yeah, know? me too. And, me like, too. I, I, I want to see... If the ball's in Hopkins' hands, I want him to see him drive to the rim. Mm-hmm. You know, I want him to see him use his, mm-hmm. use his strength, use his, like, his body, 
get in there, get, you know, get tough, get physical, you know, and I want to see that, you know, yeah. and we've seen that the past three games now, yep. you know, that's why he's averaging close to 16 points a game, right? you know, it, it, it's like that move, that drive to the rim. Yeah, it's like a switch that's gone off in his head. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know so we, I, I just want him to see, see him be a little bit more confident in his play. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's taken all the work, all like the steps necessary to do it. He just needs to continuously do this, you know, right? Because he's like our true offensive identity, right. in my opinion, you know. Yeah. And then, so and then, of course, starts you have, with him. You, you you have JP, who's like our, our facilitator. Yep. He's he's our assist man. He's you the know, cook. He's, yeah, he's like he the is. cook. He really is. You know, he dishes out dishes it out to everyone. Yeah, you know, he, like he he's the one calling the plays, like really calling the shots. You know, yep. dishing the ball out. You know, uh, passing it. Yeah, making the ball movements happen. I think everything yeah. starts. It's it really. I think it starts with JP. Yep. You know, and then it, and then whenever it goes to Hopkins, then you know, sort of Hopkins takes over. But I think it first starts with JP. Yep. You know, and, and I think JP is really fulfilling that role, like that starting point guard role, yep. very well. You know. Yep. Um, I think that that's definitely a conversation that you and I should have. Is you know, yep. whether or not JP or Garway, you know, has like that or should mm-hmm. be the starting point guard yep. for our team. I think it's definitely a conversation that we sh- should have, and maybe even right now. Yeah, you, you want to I mean, have it right now? We do. We do it right now. That, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing from JP. Yep. I think I think we we really, you know, when when he was out, there was something missing. <laughs> it felt like there was like a piece of the puzzle missing. Yep. You know, when he was out with his, what do you have? A hamstring injury? Or uh, groin, it was a groin, groin injury. injury. Yeah, yeah groin, groin injury. I mean, it, it felt like there was something missing on our team. Yeah. You know, and and quite honestly, even against Lehigh against Wagner. Garway didn't step up as much as I thought he was going to. No. You know, and, and really, I, I wanted to see Garway take, like, that one step more. Take that leap. Take you know, that take, jump. Take that leap. Take that role. Take that responsibility. That's why you're here. That's why you were here. Quite honestly, I'm going to say here, I, I don't see why he's predicted to be in the first round of the NBA draft. I, I, Woo! I don't know. I don't know. Woo! I don't know. That, yeah. that might be a way too early prediction. But, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I, I haven't seen mm-hmm. too much from him, you know. I like what, it, what I'm getting from JP, yeah. Jaden Pierre. Yep. He, he, he's, he's my man. Like, yep. I, I think he deserves that starting role. And, and he consistently getting, you know, a double-digit points, you know. Yeah. The three points, they're all just coming. I think everything's coming naturally now to JP. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, of course, of course you got Garway, the, the dual fight club as well. <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah. even in this game, I don't even know. We, we didn't even have a chance to see it, you know. But, yeah, no, it was like. But it was like, it was a it was quick, like, you know, like, just arm moving like dudes on bang, the ground, bang, you know? yeah. and, and it was very, very reminiscent of the uh, Kansas State ending there. Yep. You know, uh, punching, punching that dude. So, you know, really, I mean, so so we've only had seven games really to see Garway. Yep. You know, especially with that one game suspension. Yep. Um, you know, we've only seen him for seven games. But, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that I think, like, the hype's not real, but I just want to see more from him. Yeah, you know, I think that that's my overall takeaway mm-hmm. is I just want to see more from him. You know, I want to see why that hype's there. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm not saying that's not real. Yeah, I no. just I just yeah. want to see. You know, if you're predicted, you know, like first maybe, round of the NBA draft, let's see you know, something. You, you, to me, you should be performing better than JP. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and and, and that's I, not a slight at JP, by the way. What? That's not a slight at JP, by no, the way. No, either. it's not. No. It's not. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Like, yeah. Oh, it's just. <laughs> It's 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 tough because like I, I was just thinking about this in my mind as you were talking like 
I'm thinking about the Garway Duel Fight Club. Like <laughs> the Garway Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> we we gotta get shirts made for that. We, should, we, we, should. we gotta get shirts made for that. But yeah, I was yelling at you. Sorry, Ralph. But yeah, yeah no, no, I, was, gonna... I was yelling throughout the game. I was like, Garway, punch him. Yeah, you, know? like, yeah. you got a few laughs from the I, crowd I, I too. Got a few laughs, you know. You got a few laughs. Yeah. Sort of a comedian on the side. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. You know. But, uh, no, you're ready. Yeah, no, I was like, Garway, punch yeah. him. You know, punch him. Sock not, him, Garway. You're ready you know? enough of a, of a jokester on this podcast. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. Especially with that that Garway take. No, I'm joking. But uh, oh, anyways, um, back to JP and Garway. I was just thinking about this as you were talking. Garway is much more flashier, right? Right. He's a much more flashier player. Like, he's not as consistent, but he's flashy. Yeah. Like, he'll have the moments. Like, he'll have the three-pointer. He'll have the pass. He'll have the, the ball handling, the defense, the block. Like, maybe even all all those on one play or one sequence or one, uh, one I don't know, one sequence. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll say sequence. Yeah. I'm just – playing on the words it's nine sixteen on Sunday night. Uh, but you know, Jaden Pierre is much more consistent. Right. He doesn't I don't want to say he doesn't do as much, but or that he's more selfless, but like I know what I'm getting. Right. I know what I'm getting in Jaden Pierre. With Garway, it's like, oh you're immensely and supremely talented. It's like right. I don't all the cards are on the I, table. You know, everything. Yeah. Right. It's like it's like I don't know if you're gonna punch someone in the face. It's like getting pocket jokers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole side jokes for our listeners out there. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Colin would love that one. Yeah, Colin would. But, oh, I got to tell, tell him about that when yeah, I get yeah. back to the room. But, um, you know, <laughs> you know, with Garway, it's like whenever he comes into the game, I'm like, yes, like, Garway's in the game. Like, mm-hmm. let's go. You're like, once projected NBA lottery pick. Yep. Still, still projecting the first round. And it's like, okay, like, let's see what you can do. I'm like, yes, Garway, Garway, Garway. Like, Kim flew out first day on the job to make sure Garway was recommitted. Right. I'm like, we got him. Like, yes, biggest recruit since Chris Dunn, top 50 recruit, five-star player. I'm like, yes. Like, he's on the court. He's subbed in, right? And then, like, I don't know. I'm just – I'm I'm not seeing a night and day difference between the two. Mm. I'm really not. And, you know, I would argue Garway because he's more talented. He's a bigger recruit. Yeah. Projected to be a first-round pick in the NBA draft. In the NBA draft. Yeah, and yet like he's not starting. You know, he's yeah. not he's not starting. Like you look at, but I think that's due to his lack of consistency. Though. Right. You know? and, yeah. And the other thing too is the maturity. Right. The issue too, like, and I don't I don't mean to make this whole punching in the Kansas State game and whatever last night was. Yeah. I think it was an elbow. I don't I, think it was. His, I don't know. I don't think, think it was his hand. Like I think that. it was an elbow. Yeah, it went by too quick for us yeah. to see. We didn't get, we didn't see a replay. As right? Well, yeah, we. I mean, yeah. we were at the game. So but we I, I just remember seeing like a quick, you know, like whatever yeah. movement, and the dude's on the ground. Yeah, and I was like, oh dang, <laughs> like, like, like oh chill, you know? Yeah, but it's just like I, I, he's still super young. Yeah. Like he's what nineteen, I think. I believe yeah. he's nineteen. Like he's still super young, and it's like I don't know. I know what I'm getting out of JP. Like he's not going to be the star of the show, right? And you know, in fact, he's a better three point shooter. Mm-hmm. If we just want to, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, it's he's a better three point shooter. Yeah. And he just, he's like Corey Floyd Jr. And I know you love Corey oh, Floyd Jr. Oh, don't even get me started, Ralph. <laughs> but, oh, man. like, he just knows what to do and he knows his job and he doesn't screw up. Right. And he's also a, a plus defender, I'd argue, too. And it's just like, whenever, whenever JP is out there, I feel comfortable. Right. I feel very comfortable. I'm like, okay, well, we're good. Like, we're good. But then when Garway comes in, it's almost as if like this roller coaster of like, okay, he's coming in, he's very talented. Like, 
ooh, are we going to get – like, it's like a kid in a candy store. Right. It's like, ooh, ooh, am I going to get the three-point ball? Am I going to get the block? Am I going to get the drive to the hoop? Am I going to get the ball handling? Am I going to get this? Like, am I – or, 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 or it's like, oh, am I going to get, like, all all X amount of those, whatever, maybe all of them. Right. And But then, like, with JP, it's like, I know what I'm getting. Like, I would say Garway Duel is like a Lamborghini Maserati sports car. Yep. And Jane Pierre is like a Honda Civic. Right, like, like, right. like the Honda Civic or whatever mobile. You, not, I mean, he's not the Scottmobile. No, not the Scottmobile. He's not the Scottmobile, but like, he's one of those just like cars that can get from point A to point B. Right. And like right now, would I rather want you know the car that can get you to A to B and help you win the game, or do I want the sports car who is very volatile and get thrown out of the game at any instance because he's immature? I would rather want the Honda Civic. Yeah. I would rather want the Honda Civic. Yep. And, you know, last season with JP, it was JP off the bench and JP the JP being the spark plug. And this season it's Garway coming off the bench and Garway being the spark plug. But right now, if you if you were to ask me who I want being the starting point guard, I got to go with Jaden Peter. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that, Ralph. I mean, you know, I – Consistency is key. Mm-hmm. Consistency is key. I want that Honda Civic, man. Oh, yeah. You know, I do. If it gets you to point A, A to B, you know, 10 times out of 10, I'm taking that. Mm-hmm. You know, then a sport car getting there, there three times out of 10. Yeah. You know? Yep. I mean, really, like, I, I think that's a great analogy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, you know, actually very philosophical, Ralph. I mean, oh, thank yeah, you. I appreciate yeah, it. I took philosophy last semester. Wow, yeah, yeah. With, that, uh, professor Costello. You know, one of the best professors here at PC. Yeah, no, I mean, really, like, you know, I, I, I want that selfless ball. You mm-hmm. know, I... Garway is a very flashy player. Yeah. You know, he, he has, like, that size advantage. You know, I yep. think – I think Elite length and size. Exactly. Sure. I mean, and that's why, like, the, the hype's there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why he's projected to be, like, that lottery pick. Yep. You know, it's because of his true – his size yeah. and, and his talent, you know, of course. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, I like what I see from JP. Yeah. I think JP is going to be the starting point guard going forward into conference play. I agree. You know, and, and I think – He's already got a I year of it under be, his belt. Yeah, and I, I think that's going to be a good move, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially being under Bynum, being under Breed, you know, mm-hmm. for like the past, you know, couple of years now, mm-hmm. you know, or two seasons rather. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think he just, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows the role. He knows what yeah. he has to do. Yep. You know, and I, I think that that's like, you know, why he's like our main assist, you know, our, our leader in assists, like, yeah. you know, this season. Yep. You know, and, and really, I mean, I just like what I see from him. Mm-hmm. You know, three point wise, you know, I think he's, I think he's also one of like our, our top three pointers as yeah. well. I trust three point shooters. Three. Right. You know, I I think ticket ticket and and, and JP are, are three point guys. Yeah, you know, like you're I agree. you're the ones like they're the ones that you want shooting outside of the you know. Player. Yeah. Yep. You know, I don't really they're, they're want Bryce honestly. Yeah, quite honestly, yeah, I'd rather see Bryce drive. I'd rather see Devin go in. You know, yep. but Devin's also a great. Yeah, I, also I think Devin's. Yeah, his confidence has just struck. Yeah. It, it is just. Yeah, as of recently, I, I, you know, as of recently, I mean, he's De- not Devin, afraid. Devin is locked. He's in. not afraid. To right. Pull the trigger. Right. Exactly. He's not afraid to pull the trigger. But you know, I. I mean, go, going back to that, I mean, I, I haven't seen Garway, you know, just consistently do it consistently. Do, do it yeah. consistently. I yep. really haven't. Yep. Garway got six points in this game. I mean, I, I against Lehigh, he only had two. You know, his first his first game, his first game without JP starting. Yep. You know, he finally got the starting role. I think yeah. he only got two. You yeah. know, it was it was something you know crazy like that. Yep. You know, but that's not you know that's not really what you want to see. Yeah. You know. I yeah. Mean, that's for so. Sure. I mean, I just I want to see. I want to see his progression throughout the year. Mm-hmm. 
you know, because maybe there will be a point where he's gonna, you know, step up and, yep. and become, you know, the starting. Hopefully, that's you know, the that's the goal. That, that, that's I think the goal. That, I think that's the true goal. Yeah. You know, and and let's really, you know, like let, let's let's utilize his talent. Yeah. He's supposed know, to be a one and, and done. He's gonna. He's yeah. supposed to be one and done. So I mean, let's let's see let's see how far he could come from this point going forward. <laughs> yeah. And that's that that's just something that we're gonna be continuously watching out, talking about in this episode. Yep. You know, or on not on this episode, well, yeah, on this podcast throughout the season. Yeah. You know, throughout the season. So. Yeah, that's uh, definitely, yeah, I think a great disputation here, Ralph, yeah. uh, talking about that. Yep. You know, but, but yeah, that was definitely a key key point from this game mm-hmm. was the, uh, the dual fight club. Yeah, I got my dual Make, fight club. Making its return, you know, <laughs> yeah, making its no, return. Yeah, second, second appearance on the season. Second appearance of the season, but. Uh, where do you, you want to go from here? I mean, um, what you, you want to talk about the uh, tickets moment with Garway, too? Oh, yeah, yeah, we can just stay on the topic with right. him. Yeah, so I, I was going through Twitter today, and uh, I saw this tweet from Divine Friars. I believe his Twitter handle is uh, Divine Providence. Uh, he's a great Twitter follow. And there were like two minutes to go, two and a half minutes to go, and Garway missed an assignment, a defensive assignment. I think he or committed a foul, I think mm-hmm. it was, or something. And Ticket basically like got up in Garway's face and was talking to him, like just showing leadership, mm-hmm. like you know, just getting in his face. like Or maybe he gave up on the play. I forget what it was yeah. exactly. But, you know, it was, it was like a leadership, leadership moment. And it showed me that, okay, this is gonna, this is a team that's gonna be tough. It's gonna be physical. It's a team that's not gonna give up regardless of the score. Yep. It's a team that's resilient, um, and you know, accountability, mm-hmm. accountability. Ticket was accountable in that moment, right? And he was accountable that Garway messed up, screwed up, whatever it was, and that's what you look for from the leaders from your right. team is to keep the other players accountable, especially a player with Garway who, as much as I love with his flashes and what he brings mm-hmm. and everything else, it's like he is immature right now. Right. He is immature. And we cannot be afraid to not say that. He's an immature player right, right. now. He needs to get his head on straight. I mean, yeah. between that punch in the Kansas State game and whatever that was last night, he's got to get his act together. Right. He really does. And for Ticket is really becoming a leader on this team. Mm-hmm. And he sets it defensively. And just his accountability in that moment for Garway, it was really just like a wow, like – Okay, I know Ticket Gaines cares. Right. And I know he cares for the whole entire game, regardless of the score. And going back to the identity point real quick, between, you know, Kim and Devin and now Ticket, like, oh, that's the guy. That's the guy I know Kim English wants. That's the guy I know Kim English wants. That's the guy I know Kim English wants to recruit to bring here. Like, you were single-handedly seeing what kind of players Kim English wants. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, who he wants to recruit and, like, why he brought in Ticket. You know, it's like, oh, that's why. You know, so that was just, like, a cool, cool moment that, that I saw on uh, this afternoon when I was scrolling through Twitter. But, yeah, no, definitely. you know, it was, it was cool to see. Yeah, it, it goes to show Ticket's, you know, care and compassion. Oh, for sure. You know, for everyone on the team. Yeah. You know, and, and, and once he, he, he's just slowly becoming, you know, like a, that, that reliable guy as well. Mm-hmm. You know, he was the X Factor in, in, um, in Wagner. Wagner, yep. You know, in Wagner. Seven threes. For sure. Seven threes. Know? And and really, he's stepping up. I, I I have confidence in Ticket going forward. You know, and and he's really he's he's, you know, being that leader on the team. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's many Seven. leaders on this team. Yeah. You know, but but for being for being, I would say the youngest leader compared to B Hop and Devin Carter. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's really he's stepping into that leadership role. Yeah. You know, and and I think that that was a great moment with two and a half left. Mm-hmm. You know, really getting into Garway's face and yeah. telling him what he. Did wrong what he what he should do better. Yeah, you know, telling him you know about like the defensive you know uh, arrangement going on there. You know, I think that was a great you know great point, Ralph. Yep. Yeah. Talking. Talking. No, thank you. Um, 
but yeah, no, it definitely it goes down to the identity of not only you know of Kim English, yep. of what it truly means to be a friar. Yeah, you know, and and I have a tremendous amount of respect now for Ticket. Yeah, me too. You know, especially with his past two performances now. Yep. Yeah, he had a quiet ten points in this game, but you know, once again, ten necessary points. You know, mm-hmm. and and quite honestly, I I gotta say I love our starting five. Yeah, I do too. I, I have I have great confidence in our too. starting five. Uh-huh. You know, Odoro also had a very quiet game yeah, as well. Yeah, ten. Three but you know, he, he put up he put up ten points. Yeah. You know, and and really, I mean, I like I like what Odoro has been bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. And and there's been episodes where we've primarily talked about you know like the like the good things that Odoro's done. Yeah. You know, recently I think uh, that was primarily in the uh, Georgia game. You know, that, yeah. that he really stepped up. It's it's Georgia school. and a Lehigh. Yeah. Um, those those two games there. You know, so really like. Odoro's filling in his role very well. Mm-hmm. Tickets filling in his role very well. JP's been so consistent mm-hmm. that I really don't have a doubt going forward that he's going to be our main, you know, point guard. Mm-hmm. And then you know, of course, you got DC and Biha. Yeah, you know. So I it's mean, really, I, well I, I, I love, I love our starting five. Mm-hmm. You know, and and really, all of our starters getting double digit points. I, you know, I, I, I really like. I, I, I can't say enough about our starting five going mm-hmm. forward. You know, that's why we only have two two guys going off the bench. Yeah. In the game. I think in this game we had three because Rich Barron went in. Yeah. Got a three-pointer. Uh, Slim went in, too. You know, Slim went in. So, yeah, so we had, we had four. four. We had four. Yeah, nine deep rotation. With uh, CFJ going in as yep, well. Your guy, not not your guy doing CFJ. too much, but he got yeah. six rebounds. So, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> hey, give him, give him take a little, yeah, yeah, a little credit there. But, we'll uh, take it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really, I, I can't say enough about the starting five. Yep. Um, but, you know, going back to the main point, of what, I sort of went on a huge tangent here, but going mm-hmm. back to the main point is I – Love seeing le- uh, tickets leadership. Yeah, you know, and I, I he's really filling in his role. Like, yeah, he's so well. Sure. So, yeah, you know, uh, I I I'd say the team's like it's very versatile. Like it's very complimentary. Yep. It's very selfless, and it's just kind of very like well rounded too. Yeah. You know, and I think I think it's very clear. Like the seven that Kim English trusts are obviously Hopkins and Carter, uh, JP. Yep. Uh, Josh. Ticket, and then you have uh, you have Garway coming off the bench, and then um, CFJ off the bench too. Of course, yeah. And that's that's what I'd say the seven is. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And when when you're seven seven deep, especially in the Big East, you got a you got a good chance of finishing the top and ep, uh oh, excuse me English Ralph Jesus Christ upper echelon of the conference. Yeah. You know when you have a seven deep rotation, and you know we've talked about this on the show before, like defense, guard play, three point ball. Mm-hmm. What have we? What what do we have this season? Defense, guard play, three point ball. Yep. Would like to be better from three. Don't get me wrong. Right, of course. We do have depth at guard. Yep. And defensive oriented. This is a top ten defensive team in the country. Yeah. You know, so a lot of a lot of good things so far. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. But with that, do 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 you want to touch on foul trouble or uh, points in the paint for you or I to pick and roll defense more? Yeah, or I mean, what are, you, uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely the foul trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to that, we had 14 fouls in this game. Yeah. You know, many of those coming in, I would say, like, around, like, you know, the 12th minute of the second half. Mm-hmm. I think there, there was, like, a span where, you know, like, within, like, two minutes, we, you know, had, like, four four or five fouls like, mm-hmm. within, like, those two minutes. And that's just sort of, you know, unnecessary fouls. You know, definitely something that we could clean up, polish, you know, get better on, you know, I think overall. Mm-hmm. I think uh, not, not being in, like, that foul trouble. Yeah. And then, yeah, I definitely – Locking in on our, you know, points in the paint defense, you know, uh, eliminating the other team's chance of driving to the rim, mm-hmm. you know, getting like those high percentage shots off, because that's really where I, I, I see like that we failed in this game, you know. But yeah, yep, yeah, you know, I mean, 
14 fouls is unacceptable. Right. Especially when the Big East play comes around. It's like, we cannot we cannot foul Marquette 14 times right. or else we're going to lose the game. Right. I mean, that's just the way it is. You got to you got to cut those down half mm-hmm. by like it, that's got to be cut down by half. And then, you know, points in the paint for URI and the pick and roll defense. There were several times where it was just very clear we just miss assignments. Uh whether we, I know we you know, you kind of just talked the door up, but you know, there were a few times where like he <laughs> he just misses assignment on defense. Right, now he does. And then he I does. was like, uh, well, Oduro, you got to miss That's your assignment. True. Or it was Oduro, or it was Oduro and someone else. I don't know. But the pick and roll defense has got to improve for sure. Right. We just got to be more communicative. Mm-hmm. I think it's really what it is between the switches. It's not like a very complex fix either. It's really just communication. You know, communication possibly, is key. Possibly, you know what they yeah, say. And I mean, possibly even switching over to that zone defense. Yeah, and the zone too. You we know, have not. Like, I have not seen a ton of zone. Right. From this team, it's really just been primarily man to man. Uh, which has worked. Right. You know, it's another game where we hold an opponent to 70 or less points. Yeah. You know, so that's that's been really good so far. But, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of looking through our list of to-do here. Pretty much it. Free coffee. Um, yeah. You know, the rivalry, the sellout crowd. We, we got free coffee got from free coffee. Uh, Ice the Shooter. Yeah. Uh, I didn't use it today, but uh, maybe I'll use it tomorrow or something. Are you gonna are you gonna use it on some free coffee? Tomorrow? Yeah, oh, definitely. You know I'm a huge coffee. Yeah, no, you're a huge coffee. That's oh, yeah. a, that's a given. I shouldn't. So, yeah, that shouldn't any, even any, been a question. Uh, yeah, <laughs> any, any free uh, Dunkin' Dollars that I could possibly get, that's yeah. going straight to straight to some coffee immediately. Yep. So yeah, I'll probably use that tomorrow. But yeah, yeah, that's definitely definitely a cool thing about the game. Yep. You know, it's definitely that free coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about complimentary. Yeah, know? yeah, complimentary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Complimentary all the way around. So you know that was cool. Yep. You know, one thing I want to talk about is you know Ralph and I made uh, made the TV. Yep. Oh yeah, we yep. were there. Oh yeah, we were there. CBS Sports Network, I believe. I think FS1. Right? Was it on FS1? I think it was FS1. Yeah, FS1. Yeah, we made it. We made our uh, TV debut. Yeah, right. you know, so we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. We we'll run. I think it, yeah. for like ten seconds too. We'll take you know, any airtime cool. we can get. You know, and and, and what airtime. was cool about that is like in that in like that clip, I was like talking to you about what's been going on. In the oh game. yeah. So it was literally like yeah, like a live rendition of talking. That's so, so It was like pretty much That's us so just like breaking it down, talking chop. That was pretty cool. So you know, um, if we end up going Hollywood, that's why. Yeah. You know, we, we made the TV. So. Yeah, I just hope um, we don't have uh, faces for for radios. If you ever oh, heard I that think, saying. I think I definitely do. Uh, right? I think I might have one too. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> I think it's better that we podcast. Maybe that's why we podcast. I think it's better that we podcast. That's why we don't have YouTube set up just yeah, yet. That's true. You know, an Instagram true. live stream and yeah, all that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah, I mean, we don't have the setup for it. That's why. It's it's the setup. It's the setup. That's why. It's definitely not our ugly faces. But I gotta call. I gotta call my agent now. Yeah. Tell him. Tell him I gotta cancel all my gigs. Yeah. No, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that that was cool. Yeah. Um, was also, awesome. you know, I want to say shout out to a coach English as well. He yeah. gave me a free tickets oh, yeah. to this game. Yep. So that was definitely I, I am so thankful. You know, um, you know, I, I, I couldn't really like it, it was it was the best pick me up for the week as well. Yeah. You know, because I was really going through it last week. Oh There's yeah. A lot of stuff that, you know, like there, there there was a lot of stuff that I had to get done. Um, you know, I was sitting in the library. Sure enough, Coach English comes up to me. He's like. Hey, it's Kim. You know, like I'm like, oh, Coach English. Like, how's it going? Like, I was like, you know, I was taking it back. I was like, whoa, like, there's no way this is happening right yeah. now. You know, and he's like, hey, do you have tickets for the uh, for the Wagner game? Uh-huh. And I was like, no, like, yeah, I don't. Hands me over two tickets. Sure enough, it's URI tickets. Nice. And you know, I was like, wow, like this is this is awesome. This yeah. is fantastic. No, that's so, great. You know, really thankful to, uh, to you, Coach English. So shout out. Yeah. If you're listening, yep. You know, I'm I'm one of the guys you gave a ticket to. And it's because of uh, your your act of kindness that I was able to go to this game, mm-hmm. and and really, you know, I'm so thankful for it. So, yeah. So thank you. Sure. Yeah. yeah no, it's yeah. Awesome. Very very nice gesture by Coach English there. Definitely. 
Um, yeah, you know, you want to you want to get into this little uh, getting vote. We're getting votes. We're getting votes. We're getting votes. We're getting votes. Send in those ballots. Yeah, we're seven and one. You know, overall in the Big East, we're in the uh, in in the top three. I would yeah, say top three. Uh, I mean, because you got Creighton, you got UConn, also with that one loss. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're we're one of the three with only one loss. It's cr- kind of crazy to think now, no one in the Big East is undefeated. Yeah, you know, uh, UConn UConn just lost uh, recently. Yep, uh, which Marquette is, you know, lost. Definitely great. Marquette Purdue, lost as well. Wisconsin. So I mean, it's really it's between UConn, Creighton, and ourselves. Yep. You know, for that for that top three. Mm-hmm. You know, for that top one, really. Uh, but, UConn um, just lost to Kansas too. Right. So you know, it's uh, definitely excited. We're getting votes for the top twenty-five. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily see us making that until you know. Hopefully, hopefully we beat Oklahoma. Yeah, that's... we beat Oklahoma. That's going to be huge for our resume going forward. Yeah. But you know, j- just the very fact that we're getting votes this early on with such a young team, mm-hmm. with such a new team, mm-hmm. you know, with Coach English, yeah. with a whole new like really scheme out there. Yeah. No. You know, really definitely yeah, offensively. I mean, get, get, sure. Getting votes before conference play. Yeah. It's definitely going to be big. huge for the program. That's big. I mean, yeah. And uh, yeah, I was looking too on um, on Instagram. Oh yeah. Uh, one, one of the I don't even know what what position he has, but Andy Katz. Andy Katz. Yeah. He had the uh, way too early bracket predictions. Yep. Has us as a tenth seed. We'll take it. So I mean, we'll take we'll that. We'll take and, it. And Ralph, you, you know who he has us uh, predicted or uh, has us playing against? I don't. I don't. Oklahoma. 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 Look All at right. That. Wow. Who we're playing on Tuesday? Wow. So. Would you look at that? Would you Would look, you at, look that? at that? I think that's a, a great segue into the Oklahoma preview. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that is a great segue. For a better segue. But I would just say before that, like getting the votes before Big East play, that's huge. Yep. Like momentum makes the team better, confidence like yep. gives you, like uh, not an edge, but it just makes you feel good. Um, you know, it's still way too early, but you know you'll you'll take any place in the in the March Madness right now, oh, yeah. whether it's a one seed or sixteen seed. You know, I mean it's. Tough tournament to get into. And then, you know, we'd play against Oklahoma. So, you know, it'd be like an Oklahoma revenge game, sort of. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope we don't lose on Tuesday. But anyways, I, I digress. Uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Let's talk about Oklahoma. Hey, they're the 25th uh, team, their top top 25 team in the country. Yep. You know, ranked 25th. Yeah, that's, ranked. That's what I was talking about. It's, yep. kinda, it's 930. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> Sunday night. Long week but for yeah, both of us This here. is going to be... I think our most difficult battle, mm-hmm. I think, in all of non-conference play, it's our first true away true game. Test. Yeah, you know, it's our first true away game. You know, we had all the um, the, the neutral sites. You know, this is our first away game yep. against Oklahoma, a top twenty-five team. Yeah. So I'm, I I think that this is really going to be a game that we're gonna. It's it's a necessary win for us. Yeah. You know, I we gotta stay up there in that top three. You know. Yep. No, for um, sure. But but yeah, I mean. This is similar to us going away against Wisconsin mm-hmm. uh, back in our freshman year, so yep. back in the 21-22 uh, season. Yep. And this is uh, similar to the TCU game last year, absolutely, of which we we lost. I think we yeah, lost by like a pretty big 17, margin. Seventeen, I think it was well. seventeen. Yeah. So I mean, really, like, uh, th- th- this is going to predict our momentum going forward. Mm-hmm. You know, we have two easy games after Oklahoma against Brown and then Sacred Heart. Yeah. So that should be two and zero. By the way, this is going to be the start of our six game run which we'll talk about you know it's going to be the Marquette game and then it's going to go it's going to shift over I think Butler's in there as well mm-hmm. you know so it's going to be like that six game run after Oklahoma and, and, and including Oklahoma that's really going to yeah. be the true you know tale of, of our season yep you know because if we could go if we could go maybe even five and one in these next six games I think we have a strong chance of being a powerhouse in the Big East mm-hmm. top you know top 14 or at least, or at least top having, 14 or at least having that momentum going into mm-hmm. conference play sure you know and i think that we could be that you know fourth you know fourth seed in the big east you know yeah. fourth best team oh, for overall sure. in the for east, sure so. yeah i mean i th- I, th- I mean going into the season you know we kind of did like our big east preview 
I was like, well, you know, the ceiling is like four, I'd say, but mm-hmm. I don't know if we're better than Villanova, and I don't know if we're better than uh, St. John's too. Right. And Villanova just lost to Drexel. Yeah. And they just lost to uh, St. Joe's, I believe. St. Joe's, yeah. Yep. So they dropped back to back, I believe. But still, yeah. it's like that's not the Nova we're used to. That's for sure. And then St. John's, like, I think they're doing fine right now. I mean, we're better than them in the conference play right now. Yeah, I mean, they, they even but, dropped a few uh, recently as well. Mm-hmm. You know, even at home yeah. with their momentum, with their, you know. Yep. They, they, I'll tell you, that gymnasium that they have at oh St. John's, oh you're playing there. It's like High school over. gym. That's a high you school know, gym. It's, it's literally a high school gym. That's a high school gym. But, I mean, really, uh, I mean, for St. John's to be 5-2 and two at this point, I, th- I believe they lost both games at home. Uh, Michigan. And then Dayton. And then Dayton, yeah. Yep. So, but uh, anyways, back to Oklahoma here. This is, for one, this team has not proved that they can win consistently on the road. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, say what you want about the Bahamas, and that's in a, in a neutral site. Should have beaten Kansas State that game. Yep. I'm not going to talk anymore about that Kansas State game. Right. Because how much it pissed me off. Well, I think we would have been 1-1 one one regardless in the ball. Yeah, no. But, yeah, yeah, no. I don't want to say, like, ah, no, blah, blah, no, blah, Miami, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, 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 whatever. You know, but anyways, like, you know, neutral site, you know, didn't didn't win that first game when you were supposed to, and you right. should have, and you easily could have. And then, you know, that's really been our only road games of the season so right. far has been the Baja Mara tournament. And this this game against Oklahoma on Tuesday night, it's going to be a great preview of what this team look like looks like not only on the road, but when adversity strikes. And it's yep. gonna be it's gonna be a great preview of Big East play too. Yeah, I mean this is gonna be our like best opponent in the non conference. Yep. I mean if we beat Kansas State, we would play Miami, and they would have been the best for sure. But this is the best best opponent. Yeah. And it's right before conference play, so it's either you shut up. I mean, like you know, it's either you show up mm-hmm. and you win the game, or you know, you lose it, and all of a sudden it's like your resume. Is gonna change like like that like right. a, like a stop of a dime or whatever the saying is, yeah. you know it's like it is a great test for this team. Uh, like you know I'm looking at Oklahoma's schedule right now and they've only really played Iowa and USC. Right. They beat USC by two and they beat Iowa by twelve. Iowa was at home, USC was at home, so those were two away games for them. But it's just we talk about the six game stretch, right? Oklahoma, Brown, Sacred Heart, and Marquette, Butler, and Seton Hall. You gotta at least walk out of that four and two. Four and two. At least four and two. And it starts with Oklahoma Tuesday night. And you know, Oklahoma away, it's gonna be a hostile environment. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a true road test. We're gonna see what these players are made of. Yeah. And we're gonna see what this coaching staff is made of too. That's true. Do you have, you know, as Kim Ingram says, the mindset to go into Oklahoma and get a win. Right. And do, do the leaders on this team have the mindset to battle adversity, get through adversity, not fold, the physicality to play with Oklahoma? This 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 very well could be a statement game. And a statement win, if we're able to win it and do win it, come March. Right. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree, Ralph. I mean, I think we win this game. We're going to have, you know, we're having votes for the top 25 now. We could be that 25 seed. Mm-hmm. You know, going into yeah. conference play. True. You know, so this is going to be the true defining game of our non-conference schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that's going to that's sort of the title of this game. It's yeah. The defining game. Right. You know, I our start. You know, our, our returning players, Hopkins, Carter, they have to show out. 
Absolutely. I think if they did what they did against URI, we're I think, in good I think, shape. I think we're in great shape. We're in good shape. You know, yeah. and then once again, you know, I, I have faith that Pierre is going to be that facilitator. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Ticket's going to perform to the, you know, what, you know, his, his average. He won't score like 21. I don't, I don't like, think, I don't think he'll do another, uh, yeah, like 12 uh, Wagner. to 15. You know, I don't think he's going to be 12 to 15. Yeah. But, you know, I'd be happy with a 12 there. Yeah. You know, really, I mean, and then, and then of course you got Odoro. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that Odoro is yeah. going to be the, the guy is going to have to step up. Yeah, the fryer factor. You know, he's, I think he's going to have to be that fryer factor. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, it, it's definitely that fifth position. You know, like that big man center position. Mm-hmm. You know, fifth if you're looking at his own defense. Right. Know? Yeah. Um, it's really his position, which is, I I, I think that it's going to be tested the most, mm-hmm. especially against this Oklahoma team. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to be the true test. You know, to see how our how this position works on our team. Mm-hmm. You know, in Odoro, it, it's all going to come down to Odoro. Yeah. You know. Uh, so I, I, I think I think Hopkins and I think Carter are going to have a very solid game this mm-hmm. game. You know, because they, they they know what the away games look like. You right. Know, like they're they're like the only returning they're, people. They're, I mean, they're veterans. You know, they're, they're veterans. veterans. They yeah. are. You know, and JP as well. Yeah. True. You know. True. True. But uh, but yeah. No. I I mean, you got Tiggett, you got Garway, you got Odoro. You know, who don't know you know what a true you know or what what it means to be on a on a road game as a Friar. Right. You know, yeah. Coach English doesn't know what it means to be, yeah, you know, true. as well, you know, as a Providence College Friar. Mm-hmm. So, it's definitely going to be the defining game in this non-conference. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm very, I'm very excited for it. You know, but we got, we got to stop this run that Oklahoma's been having. They're 7-0. Mm-hmm. and You know, two, two away games, as you were saying, against yeah. uh, Iowa USC and, USC. and, I, and yeah. Iowa. You know, I mean, um, I know that, that the USC game is only by two, but still. Yeah, you know, I USC mean, is probably the top 25-10. You know, I mean, yeah, it, 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 it's a must-win here. Um, it, I want to see, you know, blood, sweat, and tears out there on the court. Yeah. And, I, you know, I don't want to see – I want to see a fight to the very yeah. end. Yeah. I think in this game, too, what's going to matter, you know, a strong percent of what's going to matter in this game mm-hmm. is the free throws. You know, I don't think that we can have another. I don't think we can have a seventy percent free throw. Uh, yep. You know, showing. Yep. We're gonna That's have an to excellent go. Point. You know, I, excellent I, I think point. we're gonna have to go. You know, eighteen for twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, or we're gonna have to. You know, we we, we can't miss four like we did against yeah. URI. Yep. You know, we can't we can't have a sixty five percent like we did in, in games previous. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what that these close games always come down to free throws. Yeah. And that is gonna be, I think, my main stat that I'm gonna be looking at because we have to knock every single one of those right. down. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, I'll I'll yeah. let you speak to that. No, that's excellent point. Excellent point. And I know on this show we talk about the fryer factor. The game factor is going to be the free throw shooting. Yeah. And this is not only I mean it's it's the biggest out of conference game for sure. But this game is going to tell tell us if this team is ready for conference play yeah. or that it's not ready for conference play. And if it's not, could be completely screwed. What makes me feel better and good about conference play is our defense. Yeah. If if we hold Oklahoma to 70 or less, I think we have a great shot. Mm-hmm. So I think that makes me feel good going into it. It's really just the ability to get it done on the offensive side of the ball, especially on the road. And that's going to that, – I mean, I think it's going to come down to Oduro really as the right. firefighter you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Because Hopkins on a hot streak. D.C. is going to be D.C. You know, uh, J.P. is going to facilitate. A ticket, you know, if he – you know, a couple threes. A solid performance. You know, solid right, performance. Yeah. And then yeah. it comes down to Odoro. It really does. What is Odoro going to do? Are you going to no. show up or, or not? You know, so, I mean, it's, it's. I, I, I sound like a broken record here, but 
it is the biggest game at a conference, and it's going to be the biggest game that determines whether we're ready for a conference play or not. Definitely agree. You know, I mean, are we ready for the physicality and toughness of the Big East? Are you ready for the road atmospheres and environments that you're going to face? Are you going to be ready for the fouls that are going to be called? You know, are you going to be ready to walk up to the free throw line and, and knock two down straight? You know, maybe three in some cases. But, I mean, this is – Oklahoma is no pushover. This is not going to be an easy game by any stretch of the imagination. And I'm looking at Oklahoma's schedule right now, and I know they've played Central Michigan, MS Valley, Texas State, UTRGV, Iowa, USC, and AR Pine Bluff. But, you know, I, it's it's still I, no pushover. I don't, I don't think no I recognize over. a single team that you uh, just talked yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, besides Iowa and USC. Besides Iowa and USC, right. But, you know, it's, 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 it's going to be – it's a huge game. This this is a conference game for me. Yeah, this, I'm treating this as if it's a conference game. No, I I am too, Ralph. I mean, yeah, they, this is going to be a battle from start to finish, mm-hmm. and it's going to be it's going to be the the small things that we that we do or that we don't do. Therefore, you know, mm-hmm. that are going to you know determine whether or not we win this game. Yeah, the margin for error is slim to zero. It's so slim. Slim to zero. It is so slim. But you know, I once again, like I'm looking forward to you know like the home stretch after this game. So you have this, this road game. But then you come back home for five games straight. You have Brown, Sacred Heart, Marquette, Seton Hall, and Butler. I, I, the order is not correct, but you you, you get the point. Mm-hmm. So this is this six game run before we play Creighton is going to be uh, you know it, it's going to be necessary that we either go four and two or ideally five, five and one. Yeah. I think five and one is going to be the ideal. Mm-hmm. That's going to be our momentum that we're going to need going forward yep. into you know like the true confidence play, which to me is going to be you know Creighton. You yep. know, I I think Marquette home is going to be a Loss, tough game. I'd say you know, but but yeah, you know, think, know things could happen. You know, good things could happen in that game. But yeah. but yeah, no, it's going to be this one road game, and then I I think the next two game stretch of Brown and Sacred Heart two and is going to be you got to go two right, and then you go into Marquette. Mm-hmm. But if we could have a three game win streak going into Marquette yeah, at that home, that makes you feel that's going to be so. That that's makes you feel so good. Nice, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it all it all starts with Oklahoma, right? You know, we can talk about the six-game stretch and, and see Nolan and Butler and, and Marquette, but it all starts with Oklahoma. And another thing is, like, this team cannot look past Oklahoma and look past, you know, Sacred Heart and Brown and just look straight to Marquette on December 19th at 8.30 at the Amp. Right. Excuse me. Uh, you know, this team this team has got to focus in on Marquette – I mean, uh, Oklahoma, excuse me. And it's it starts with them. It starts with them. So – you know, it's, it's it, again. I, I know I sound like a broken record, but it, it is the biggest out of conference game for this team this season, and, and it is going to be a huge determining factor of if this team is ready for Big East play or not. If they are, what they can do. If they're not, what needs to be fixed? And just really, you know, where are we going to finish? You know, I mean, like it's it's. it's a lot is on the line in this game, and a lot, and I think it's a, a lot more is on the line than most people think. Yeah. So you know, it starts Tuesday night in Oklahoma. Let's get a win. Let's finish three and zero, and get get into Marquette December nineteenth, eight thirty at the amp, and and win our first uh, Big East game. So that's all. That's all we have for tonight. You know, let's let's beat Oklahoma and, and let's keep this thing going. So uh, you got yeah. any closing thoughts? No, I mean, uh, j- just to finish the uh, the preview for uh, Oklahoma. I think score prediction. I think you know. I think we're gonna hold Oklahoma to under seventy points, which I, I think agree. is gonna. Is, is, <laughs> realistically, do I think it's gonna happen? No, but we, mm-hmm. we opponents, uh, you know, this season haven't scored over seventy points. Yeah. So I think it's gonna be maybe sixty-eight for Oklahoma. 
I think we're only going to win by maybe four or five. So I, I, I can see us getting that, you know, uh, 70, you know, maybe around 73, 74, mm-hmm. you know, to Oklahoma 68. I think it's going to be a very close game, tightly contested. You know, go Friars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think – Oh, X-Factor, too. I think he's not going to be their, our main scorer or, you know, our main person, but it's definitely Odoro in this game. Mm-hmm. He's really going to have to show out, you know, play that, you know, big man position. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really going to come down to whether or not he can perform this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, a victory by a few points. Uh, I, I agree keeping Oklahoma under 70 just in terms of strength of schedule. I think we'll keep him under 70. It uh, be a big statement on the road to do that defensively, too. That would really make me feel better about Big East play coming up. But, uh, yeah, I'd say um, off the top of my head, I'd say like 63-67. That's, that's what I'd say. I think it's going to be a defensive-oriented battle. I think we – again, going back to your free throw point, right? Like. Yep. I think we make a few more free throws on them, and then we get the job done. And right. then, you know, you beat you beat Brown, and then you beat Sigurdard after, and you're you got the momentum. You're, you're on a four and zero four and zero stretch to to Marquette on December nineteenth, eight thirty at the Amp for the first Big East game of the oh, season. Yeah. So then the Saints come marching in, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah, no, let's let's do it. That's uh that's gonna be it for us tonight. It's a wrap. Uh, four yeah, hour and four minutes. Rich has got to get to mass here. It's 9.53. It starts at 10. Minutes. So yeah, I got seven minutes there. With that all being said, uh, God bless and go Friars. Oh, yeah. God bless, go Friars. And let's beat Oklahoma. Let's go.